Hey everyone, my name is Elliot. And I'm Yang. And this is our podcast, The Frugal Life of Yang and Elliot. The purpose of this podcast is, you know, we met as students, we had to find our uh, way around life with limited budget, but we wanted to create this podcast so that people can realize you don't have to live on beans and rice every day just to save money. You can enjoy life by spending just less than what normal people do by finding life hacks that allow you to uh, enjoy every little bit of thing about life. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> I just like to say that I am completely jackal. Like I just got back from Thailand yesterday. So <laughs> this is not me on my prime and talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even just looking at uh, Yang right there, she's a loves traveling travels all the time but uh definitely does on a budget it's not the easiest thing to be able to do but she pulls it off so for our uh, next uh, episode we're going to talk a bit about traveling but for now we're going to start off with how we met and how that even uh, came to our friendship so do you want to get started on how we met so on the first day of orientation um ali and i was placed in the same group and um at the end of it there's a lot of different stands where you can grab stuff that you need for like the first week of university um most of it was you know uh ads and other stuff that people put there but uh we met because both of us went to the first aid stand um to grab the kit approximately 10 times (laughs) over the course of like an hour so we bumped into each other enough that we were like, all right, we're after the same things here. <laughs> yeah, because in case you either haven't been to university or um, been going through online for the last couple of years, one of the biggest thing is orientation day. And for new students, that's when all the clubs, all the shops, everything comes and just hands off free things. I knew so many people that didn't use the opportunity. They just either skipped that day or went home right away. But a lot of times they give out first free t-shirts, right? And they're not usually too stingy about it. They'll give you as many as you want. Uh, For us, we specifically got a a first aid kit. It was like a mini first aid kit that had like all sizes of bandages, uh, antiseptics, like cleaners, uh, all that stuff. I still have it. Yeah, yeah. We had so many when we lived together. (laughs) We genuinely used it for four years. Uh, Like I used it for, yeah, four or five years before I ran out because... We just took so many and they were so useful. Most of the time when you get hurt, let's just say you get a huge gash. You don't need to use that many. You might use maybe four or five of the large bandages. So there's no point, especially when you're broke, to buy a whole bunch. You know, you can always find kits like these where they're meant for students and you just use them for emergency situations. Yeah. And that's only one of the things that we got. They they handed out so many more things. They had uh, instant noodles uh, for the orientations I've been to. They had food. They had uh, a lot of times even gift cards, uh, chocolate bars, uh, even potential like promotion codes for, uh, you know, different companies like Evo, Spotify, stuff like yeah. that. No, and it's also a good place to figure out like some of the events that are happening in the first month. Uh, because typically for first events, they'll have like free pizza or other free food there. So it's a good place to like see like what you're interested in joining and potentially like sign up for a few of the like first uh, sessions. Yeah, yeah. It, 
kind of going off on that point, a lot of uh, clubs think that they're going to get a lot more students than they do. Uh, they buy maybe enough food for 30 people, but only 10 show up. So a lot of times you can actually get leftovers if you want to be able to get free pizza or food on campus as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And another thing, yeah, to start off your college life uh, where you can really save, well, not, not save money, but get money is really look into uh, student loans, especially in BC. It's great because if your parents aren't high income earners, a lot of times the BC government will give you grants as well as loans. So even just for me alone, in the last couple of years, I've been able to get pretty big amounts of grants that's, that's been able to pay for my tuition and books without um, me going into debt at all. And that's just takes, what, an hour, two hours to be able to apply, as well as a lot of bursaries, yeah. scholarships. I was going to say scholarships is a good place to start in first year because a lot of people don't do it then. Like they get the entrance scholarship and then they don't apply for follow-ups. Yeah. Um, usually there's a lot available for first years, especially if you're like in a program that's like harder to get into you'll be able to find even more um and then especially too if you have like special things that you do outside of like um university like it makes it even easier yeah like you can go on scholarships canada um anything like that uh to find it and especially in high school i remember when i was uh in that time applying for universities, you see the smartest kids in your grade get the huge scholarships, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 15, 20 grand. Yeah. Everyone talks about it and you just think I, I'm kind of normal. There's no way I'd get that. Yeah. Right. But that's that's where a lot of people get lazy. They only look at the big amounts while you can easily look at a lot of scholarships that only take a page of writing and you can get 500 um, up to, you know, a 750. Thousand, yeah. yeah, a thousand. It's usually not that high, but. You can do, you know, five, six, seven of them easily within a day. Yeah. And then if you even get like two or three of them, that's a thousand dollars in your pocket right there. And I actually know a couple of people in university that did that every single year. They would go online, apply to 20, 30 scholarships. So even if they only end up getting four mm-hmm. or five, that's yeah. enough to feed them uh, for the entire semester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's very helpful. And uh, yeah, some like you said, some of them are very easy to apply for and you don't need any requirements to even apply for. You just have to be in university. So, yeah. Yeah. Like even I remember uh, even looking at scholarships and I'll, another thing is where your parents work. Uh, I know for me, my dad worked in Intel when I was in university and they actually had a Intel employee scholarship program mm-hmm. just for children. All you have to do is talk about maybe the bad times of your life and yeah. uh, why you need the money. Uh, it yeah. took me about 30 minutes to do and I ended up winning it because not a lot of people know that their parents will work in places that have a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So that's another huge thing to look at if your parents work in anything that's a medium sized business. Yeah. Or, or even like my dad, because he's in a union, they have it like from their like local union as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. They give it to, they give like, 20 30 rewards and realistically not that many parents have kids in that perfect age to get that university grant anyway yeah. so yeah you're almost guaranteed that um yeah that's how a friend got a re- reoccurring scholarships actually 500 bucks a year mm-hmm. um and that's just because her mom worked in a certain place that again gave sponsorships to um their employees children yeah yeah and 
I, I remember you also mentioning that, like, because you worked at Best Buy, they paid for your courses as well? Yeah, when I worked, it was actually the year they got rid of that policy. <laughs> okay. Which, which really sucked, because I remember asking about it, and my boss told me about it, at, that if your courses align with um, your job at the time, they'll pay for the specific courses. So Best Buy used to pay for anything that was sales, um, marketing, kind of business related, because it helped with the job. And I know a friend in, uh, who worked at Starbucks who also had that if you worked a certain amount of hours, you also got um, some courses paid for. Yeah. So if you're working a part time job in university, look out for that as well, especially if you're in a work field that's even slightly related to what you do. It's very likely they have something, some kind of financial aid to be able to help you with um, scholarships and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But yeah uh that's just yeah that's a couple things we did and that's how we bonded in university uh obviously going in we were both pretty dirt poor so being able to you know find the cheapest restaurants to order from find you know free things all over campus uh, it helped us become friends and we just kind of uh continued that trend even until now even <laughs> when we're both working we're still constantly finding ways to you know, get free glasses from kits.com, you know, it's just, just, <laughs> they're, they're actually yeah. great glasses. Yeah, I they're great. Say, yeah. Like, if, if you've never gotten it and you need glasses, they give you a free pair up to a hundred bucks. So, uh, for one household only, but it's crazy just how many things there are. And, um, you know, you don't have to, again, just spend $0. Sometimes you can spend 10 bucks. And if, if it's a value of $50 then that's absolutely worth it, right. As a treat for you, maybe mm -hmm. even once or twice a week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, yeah, I, I think that's the main thing is like to have a good balance because you can be frugal. You can like try to save on a lot of small things, but you can sometimes also like justify like not even justify, but also like do purchases where, you know, it's more expensive, but it, it is value for its money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's even if you're working part time, you have bills to pay. There's find find small things that, you know, like really make you happy. Mm -hmm. I, I know for me, I prefer to um, spend money on tangible items. Um, yeah. Obviously food is one of them, but I try not to spend that much on it. But I would buy just products that I can use every single day, uh, not cosmetics or anything like that, that I can quickly use up and kind of lose that happiness from the stuff I buy, right? Uh, you Instead, you get, I don't know, um, pair of earphones yeah i was gonna say you're pretty big on electronics yeah um yeah i i, I think <laughs> i think that's where you find the most value for your money yeah and, and then as he mentioned like before but um for me it's for sure travel like we'll get into it more in later episodes but i prioritize my money there like my credit cards everything i would say financially in my life aligns so that i can travel mm, yeah yeah, that's like definitely not me. Yeah, like Yang said, I'm spending <laughs> on electronics. Even when I was really poor to start out, I would buy everything used. Um, and once you find a good deal for something used, you can play with it for a year or two, sell it back out, and basically lose nothing on it. Yeah. So if you're starting out, you want to uh, play around. I know I used to, uh, it's a pretty bad thing, but I would buy so many things from stores and return them because they always had a really good 30-day return policy, right? So I wanted to do... Uh, play with the newest tablet that came out earphones uh app like smartwatch when the first motorola watch came out it was such a cool thing to have but yeah. i was 16 years old so obviously i only had money from babysitting so being able to you know try something out return it was my way of enjoying <laughs> a less frugal life 
it's not the best thing you can do. And that's why I started uh, instead just buying used stuff and trading up um, as I can yeah. earn a bit more. And that way you don't have to blow two, three grand on a computer at once mm -hmm. or something. You can start off with a $200 used gaming PC and then yeah. sell that after a year, spend another 200 bucks, upgrade it uh, like that. Yeah, but that's another thing too. Like if you don't need something, like if you haven't used, touched something in a year like sell it like for facebook marketplace is such a good place for it now like mm. it's so easy to do so like if things are just sitting in your room and you know that you're not gonna use it like just sell it because you can always get something new that's better like, oh if you absolutely yeah I, I know so many people even with clothes they think that it's unsellable but uh my sister you know obviously she had a lot of people bail on her i think yeah. that's the biggest thing about facebook marketplace that stops people from selling maybe they'd rather yeah. go to a thrift store because they guarantee take it but you can make so much more mm -hmm. if you're willing to go on craigslist or anything like yeah. that and the trick is to just meet really close to your home you know and only meet with them once they verify that they are in location so that way even if you're at home you don't lose time having to travel 10 50 minutes for someone to bail on you right mm -hmm. so you know you have a you buy a coat for 100 bucks you realize you didn't wear it for a year like yang said yeah. you know you sell it back out for 30 40 dollars and it really adds up, you know, it yeah. allows you to buy the next thing as well yeah. and not have to worry about spending that much money because at least you got a bit of it back. Yeah. I mean, I sold so many things when I moved and I bought this as well. This was like $20 <laughs> and usually it retails for like 150 at least. So, um, yeah, it's like really small things like, yeah, like when I was moving, I know I didn't like I could have kept everything so that when I came back, I had it, but it just didn't seem worth it because when I came, like it, it's going to just sit in a storage box for two years. So, yeah, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well. Right. I mean, there's going to be a yeah, there's going to be a lot more stories uh, like this that we're going to go over in uh, future episodes, uh, different topics, uh, not just um, university um, students saving money uh, we're gonna slowly build our way up to uh you know working and life uh, you know more more tricks and tips along yeah. the way especially because ali and i after university well during university we lived together for two years so we definitely have been together for a while and have done a lot of things together to save money yeah so we got a lot of uh, stories and experiences uh in terms of that and, you know, uh, just another thing that, you know, we did as students is really utilize student discounts. You know, Amazon student gives you six months free, uh, stuff like that. Microsoft as well. You get yeah. free, uh, like all the Office Suites products. Yeah. Same as Adobe. A lot of schools offer you free uh, Adobe software. And again, a lot of schools give you a lot of um, tools that you can use paid stuff like st statistics um marketing research all that stuff so if you're you know in an orientation where they teach you uh the different library tools that your school has like what they can what you can borrow from them what tools you can use what softwares you can use make sure you listen and learn how to use it because i've managed to make um money off side jobs just using the software that uh bcit gave me because it was worth a couple hundred dollars you know a month for them but for me it was free so uh, giving um, my client real-time qualified research data was like super useful. Yeah. So being able to take advantage of little things like that and, you know, even just car share services, um, 
like music downloads uh, adobe software just yeah spotify for yeah, students is yeah. so much cheaper there's a lot of um places that even offer student like food deals as well you know yeah. restaurants like that so it's it's really useful to look out for any student deals you can get uh, especially buying laptops back to school products ipads uh, i know for me i saved a lot on a back to school deal on my macbook saved you know like a whole bunch on apple care got free beats with it and yeah, that's something you should really look out for. September, it's a great month to buy anything you need as a student because there's a lot of places that, you know, sell you notebooks for cheaper, everything like that, that you yeah. would need for school. Yeah. And also another thing is when you're in classes, a lot of the times the teachers will make you buy, obviously, a textbooks. And there are online textbooks available. A lot of people would try to buy the physical one because they think they can sell it afterwards but yeah. a lot of the times it depreciates so it much depreciates so much because every somehow every semester not even every yeah. year they have a different book so <laughs> a it's different so, edition yeah yeah that, that's what's so annoying <laughs> it's every single semester it's the same textbook but it's a different edition and you don't know what's different about it so you're like ah oh, like and the teacher always insists that you always need the newer one yeah because a lot of times um the sample like tests on the textbooks are so useful because that's what teachers a lot of times use on their exams yeah a lot of times you would have the exact wordings as well so it is honestly i think it's pretty useful to get the newest one as much as people say because you're aligning yourself um as close to what the teacher wants you to learn as possible yeah so even the wording the way it's phrased the examples they give um for the um you know companies that they want you to learn from it's pretty up to date and I would say what I did that was really good is you would get one person or just one or two people from the class to buy it and everyone would e-transfer them and use that same account. Uh, that's what I did in PCIT uh, where we got one person to buy 15 people's uh, worth of textbooks and every single one of us e-transferred five bucks. And we all used the exact same account and we realized it didn't even make a difference. They didn't have a limit like Netflix does where it's only one person at a time. So yeah. all of us could access it at the same time, download it on our iPads. And I think that's an absolute worth it thing for you to do is find a couple of buddies and split the textbook that way, the online version, especially. Yeah. And I mean, even like some um, textbooks, if you like look online, you will find a PDF versions of them. Um, like not easily but like it is available on the internet for most textbooks yeah. um or even at like the there's usually a used bookstore uh on campus that you can go to to look for like a version of the book i honestly think that some of the older versions are fine it depends on the course yeah. but some of them like are like closely related enough that you can still get all the information you need yeah yeah i would just say yeah if you have the choice to split for use older textbook that does the job even better yeah You'll spend even less per person uh so i think that's absolutely worth it and yeah like another thing is a lot of people spend money on coffee and if you find yourself as a person who doesn't need that much caffeine i know like yang over here can't drink coffee <laughs> She, she even drinks decaf because she can't handle the max she can handle is tea. So if you're that type of person who's fine with um, using tea as your source of caffeine in the morning, that's another really good way to save money. What I did is I would just buy a whole stash of tea bags um, from Superstore or something, right? Equals to about 10 cents per pack. Keep it in my bag. Uh, when you're on campus, all you have to do is buy or even bring your own bottle. Uh, get some hot water and just put your own tea bag in. 
That way you can get a drink basically every day for 10, 15 cents. Versus if you were to buy a latte, a coffee or anything from Starbucks, it would cost you four or five bucks, which really does add up in the end. And being able yeah. to get that um, much cheaper meal, even if you have instant coffee, being able to do that and get hot water on campus does save you quite a bit of money mm -hmm. uh, if you really want to you know, save here and there. And it's honestly the same quality. Because every time I bought tea on campus, all they do is give you a tea bag anyways. That's what Tim Hortons does. That's what McDonald's yeah. does. So you might as well bring your own tea bags that you buy because it's the exact same thing, but for 10% of the cost. Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, those are just a couple of the tips for our first episode. Uh, this is especially aimed for people who are first going to university wanting to save a bit. Uh, we'll have a bit more uh, in terms of that, but that's uh, something we'll go over a bit more in the next episode. Yes, sounds good. Um, but like we said earlier, like this podcast, um, like we wanted to start it just so that we can. Sorry, I'm just I can't talk right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like we said earlier, this podcast is designed so that we can give more advice and um, share, you know, how because of the way we were brought up and uh, just the life lessons that we learned throughout um, of saving and living in a way where it suits our needs and gives us the lifestyle that we want for the future. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening to The Frugal Life of Yang and Elliot. And we'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye.